Hi, welcome back to the Silk Podcast. This is Group 8, Lainey, Kennedy, and Sophia. Today, we will be talking about the American Civil War, the illusion of hope, and fact or fiction. In these topics, we will be talking about state rights or slavery, did the war unite the nation, or did it only solidify its divisions? What effects can we still see today? post-Civil War Reconstruction, The Illusion of Hope, Why Did America Fail to Achieve Justice for American for Americans, Institutional Racism, Who is to Blame, the System or the Culture, and How Would You Respond to Someone Who Denied Institutional Racism Ever Existed. So we're going to start off with the American Civil War. Uh, I'm going to first talk about state rights or slavery. So we're going to start off with Lincoln's plan. Okay, his plan was issued in 1862, and he recommended that the U.S. government cooperate with any state plan that gradually freed slaves and compensated slave owners. And this recommendation failed. It was reduced by both sides. And then Lincoln believed that colonization was almost an import- important as um, emancipation, which I agree with him. He's a true man. Yeah. And then um, freedom did not come swiftly or fully. And freedom, I don't even think we still have freedom today that much, even though we're supposed to be America and we're known <clears throat> for having freedom. Mm-hmm. Definitely not. I think we're one of the most hypocritical countries in the entire world. Oh, exactly. Definitely. Exactly. Um, but it's it it's weird because we say that, but I mean we we've done some good things. Like after the war, um, it divisions, and um. I think of it like as part of being readmitted to the Union, states had to ratify the new amendments to the Constitution, but the Union did a lot to help the South during the Reconstruction as they rebuilt roads and got farms running again and built schools for poor and Black children, you know, surprising, but um then eventually the economy in the South began to recover. So I would say the Civil War was definitely successful. I feel like um, <clears throat> while the Reconstruction after the Civil War definitely was an important period to um, rebranding America as this new unified country and everyone was like oh okay like now we we freed the slaves like we're good now but i also feel like the effects that we can still see today have like the fact that we can even still see these things today is really it's difficult to ignore them and be like yes that period of reconstruction like we're good now Mm -hmm. so like things like sharecropping like sharecropping still exists today i remember i saw a vice article and it was captioned or the title of it was modern day slavery and i was like what but it like made sure that it was like 
modern day slavery in the U.S. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I was very curious. So I clicked on it. And that was the first time that I learned about sharecropping. And I was at this point, like, 13. I was like, what is going on? Because we never learned about this before. I have never, like, learned about this. It's literally basically still slavery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in Instead of, like, making it out to be there's a master, there's a slave, you buy and sell people, it's Black people would create contracts with white plantation owners, white farm owners, and they would create this contract, be paid for their work, but then at the end of their the month, they would owe a portion of their profits for or it was the end of the year but they would own they would owe a portion of their profits to the landowner and the portions were so great that by the end of the contract they would not have enough money to support themselves and it just became a cycle of these people being stuck in contracts with landowners in order to live mm-hmm which is yeah, so think, messed up. Yeah, you're completely right. Like, everything you said, I agree with. And it's just straight up facts. And some people just don't see that, which really irritates me. But this does lead into, lead into the post-Civil War reconstruction. Um, this Each state required to hold constitutional convention based on universal male suffrage, which this did not include Black men. And all states required to ratify the 14th Amendment before admittance. So then this leads into the 14th Amendment. And the 14th Amendment was basically the amendment that gave Black people equal rights after, or supposedly, in the Constitution, it gave them equal rights. um, And... It is very clear, It this is straight from the Constitution, no state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges or immunities of citizens of the United States, mm-hmm. nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, nor deny to any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of the laws. And that amendment is so ironic because we do not follow it at all (laughs) yeah there's there's definitely a lot of things that we say we want to do or we say that we do do it but it's really just not it's it's false and (laughs) um what's also false is honestly the illusion of hope is false it's it's a false or misleading perception of belief and the way that I like to think I read it to explain it in an article was an example of our um, former president, Donald Trump. And basically what I read was Republicans in general and conservatives, um, they're engaged in the illusions of hope because they are per se, shutting their eyes against a, a painful truth, which was the truth that Donald Trump is not fit to hold the office of um, 
of president of the United States. And um, I don't know, that's that's kind of just how I, I like to see it and how I like to explain it to myself to understand what that means in that phrase. What you just said, they are not realizing the painful truth. I love that <laughs> so much. Yeah. I'm glad. Because it is so true. We we deprive black americans of all of their freedoms and we need to realize that as a country whether we like it or not Mm -hmm. the last little area of the 14th amendment in itself nor deny to any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of the laws i we literally made a force of law and we made law enforcement as it began as a slave patrol Mm -hmm. yep and that is our modern day law enforcement and it it was never it was never um formed and it no one took a look at it and was like you know what maybe we should like make a new system Mm -hmm. so that it didn't it's not rooted in slavery yeah because i feel like sorry go on so that really does lead into like the um reason why i think we failed as america to achieve justice i think we failed when we wrote the constitution and we wrote all the amendments we were kind of lying to ourselves if we're being honest we failed at day one that just sucks we had all these goals for ourselves and they were never achieved or run through until years and years and years later we're just getting through them Mm -hmm. I really just want to know if they really thought that they were going to be able to go through with this because after the slaves were freed we saw black codes we saw mass amounts of discrimination we saw the period of segregation Mm -hmm. we saw the civil rights movement we have never had a period in american history where black people have not been fighting for their rights you're you're right and even when all of you you thought it was getting a little better but then in the south you had the jim crow laws like come on god like what, what are you supposed to do with those? <laughs> That's basically putting you back in the same position you were in before what you thought was progress that was happening in your own country. Exactly. And this is all part of institutional racism. If we're being honest, there's racism everywhere. It's in the government. It's in the way people walk and the way people talk. It's in everything. <laughs> Uh-huh, and you know what? A lot of people say, who is to blame? The system or the co- the culture? I say blame it all. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Exactly. <laughs> Everything. I, I do think The racism that. is in the water. Because the culture is from the people. We made it. We made things that way. But then the system, it's like, you're supposed to be at the head of everything. You're supposed to be controlling us. That's your job. But you can't even, you can't even make things right. Like, especially off of the sayings that you said decades ago, centuries ago. Like, it, I think who is to blame is everyone. <laughs> like, if we look at the urban color line, the employment in unions, the housing, the mm-hmm. transportation, yes. the race riots, the Atlanta riot, like, 
everything is because of the way that it's segregated into black people and white people. Mm-hmm. Like, it was difficult. It is still difficult for black people to find jobs and join the unions in cities. Yeah. Because they do... White people think they do not have a voice mm-hmm. a lot and, of the time. Um, not only that, but I feel like culture had to happen because as a country, we were never all equal we were never that way we still aren't to this day sadly so people I think made their cultures because they need to find people that have the same beliefs as them have the same morals all of that stuff so they need a community so it's not to feel validated the culture to me it's more the system the system is supposed to be the boss it's supposed to you guys are supposed to be the boss of us, you know? Like, we need rules. We're humans. Humans need laws and rules to succeed. So I, you know what? Blame it on the system, in my opinion. Exactly. Yes, on period. (laughs) To deny that, like, the system has not failed us and that institutional racism does not exist or does exist, to deny any of that, like how we we just saw a man murdered in broad daylight a Mm -hmm. week ago if we can still talk about a man who was murdered by the police in broad daylight because she could not find the disparity between a taser and a gun and we can sit here and talk about it when did it ever go Mm -hmm. away i never think it ever will until our generation is the boss of everyone until we're in the system it's just gonna suck i feel like we are bringing oh, so much yeah. change and we i don't listen to anyone yes. we, <laughs> we we don't think anything else yes but the thing is like since we're gonna be in control one day all of us amazing people um, what would we say to the people who denied institutional racism existed? Like, that is the real question. Well, sorry you weren't raised right. Look at us now. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yes. That's all I got to say for today. Better luck next time, babes. Exactly. Well, I think we did a good Guys, job here. Guys, we did so good. That yes. honestly... Some that was amazing. I was winging it, and I'm so proud of myself. I winged the entire <laughs> thing. I was like, you don't even yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, we, we are the guys. funniest group. Uh, you guys are the funniest school yes. group I've ever had in my whole school career. Yes, you guys are. Yeah. Yes. High fives, guys. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, I will see you guys on. I hope you enjoyed the podcast and have a great day.